Um, I was gonna ask. First of all, how were your Christmases? Good. They were. They were. They were good. Yeah. I did. Y'all get anything cool or do anything cool? Yes. I got a oilless fryer from my mom. Ooh. And I've spent probably three hundred dollars on meat since then. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know that I'm not. I'm not unaware of the uh, of the of the meme that I've become. You know, they say in your mid thirties. You know, by your mid thirties, uh-huh. you're yeah. either you have to adopt like a discipline to smoke meats or it's what was the it's other one? smoking meats or being unhealthily into World War Two. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but this is not a smoker, so you yeah. Know, well, no, it's, you're it's saved. Different. You're saved. You're yeah. saved by the yeah, yeah, yeah. Air stress. <laughs> citrus. It's not oil. Right, right. That dude. That I TikTok the other day. Ain't no gas in it. <laughs> TikTok the other day where the guy called his fryer an airless fryer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. yeah. That was good. Um. So yeah, I've just been I've been digging around with that. Um. The wings that I make in that thing are are unreal. That's definitely the best thing that I've I need some of those done wings. so far. Yeah. I'm, I love chicken wings. So I brought much. some to the New Year's Eve party that I went to, and it was a big big hit. Um. And then I've tried. Um. I did like a whole chicken the other day. That came out pretty good, um, but I just did um, like a dry, dry rub on it. Um, I think next time I'm gonna brine it, and you know, I think that would, I think that'll help. It, it was a little bit dry on the very inside. It was a little bit flavorless and dry on the inside. So the idea is to have this for Thanksgiving to do a turkey in. Is it big enough? Yeah, that's. Or I, I guess obviously it's big enough for a turkey. You've done a chicken, so. Uh, well, I mean, chickens are. Generally okay. smaller. Generally I was going to say, chickens However, are smaller okay, than turkeys. Let me ask my goddamn question, please. <laughs> what I should have asked is how big of a turkey can you yeah. get in it? So the, 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 that thing, the, it's a charbroil Big Easy is what it's called. And it is specifically meant for turkeys. That's like what they made it ah. for. So people will stop exploding themselves. Ah. Got to use an engine crane. That's the trick. <laughs> Uh, is it? Yeah, man. Uh, no, they don't lift straight up. The trick is at to least let you could be fall. far enough away. No, you you're only at the other hey, end of hey, the crane hey, arm. Hey, that's still pretty far. What you actually do is put a put an A-frame ladder over top with a pulley connected at the top, and you and drop a rope down. And then, <laughs> then you can be like thirty feet away. Why don't we just MythBusters this whole thing and do it with like remote solenoids and get uh, because Grant Alton Brown here. already did it. <laughs> And as we know, he is the Mythbusters of uh, the Food Network. Cooking meat. Yeah, but I think uh, <clears throat> I think that it will fit a 15-pound turkey or something like that. It's pretty, it's pretty decently sized. Um, the chicken that I did was like 8 pounds, and it was like nowhere near. Uh, you know, I actually, I actually laid it down flat because um, oh, it wasn't okay. big enough for me to be able to stand it up, oh, okay. up tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Um, so, yeah. So, so turkey for Thanksgiving. That's that's the move. Awesome. Fried, fried yeah. turkey, air fried turkey. It's really right. you know they call it an oilless fryer. Um, it's technically like infrared because there's not like there's not physically air blowing around in it, so it doesn't dry out the food like an air fryer would sometimes. Mm, okay. So. Yeah, it's it's like they they call it infrared because the propane flame actually heats up 
like a cylinder along the outside and then you put the food inside the cylinder so it just kind of like induction fries stuff interesting yeah that's really cool it's very cool and it works really good um yeah i did a, i did a pork butt uh in it that was actually the first thing i did was a pork butt and it came out just to where it was like amazingly crispy on the outside and just mm. like just absolutely dripping juicy on the like inside like the best carnitas you've ever had in yeah. your life yeah well but it wasn't like it wasn't like it didn't like um fall apart like oh, a yeah. smoke i hear you like hear a smoker you. would have made it yeah. or even like I feel like that's just got to be time, time or pressure. Yeah, well, that's that. the, so the fryer thing is is a lot faster, you know, than either roasting it like carnitas would be, or you know, smoking it like barbecue. So yeah, it's that's that's the, you know, it does the crispy thing. It does make it really tasty, but it's not. It isn't necessarily as tender. So I hear you. I yeah, hear you. That's cool it, though. It's still really good. That's I, cool. I really, I'm really am having fun with it. I was gifted a uh, mounted beer bottle opener with a uh, uh, custom uh, designed like Crehan Brewing logo on it. Oh, that's cool. nice. Yeah, it's pretty pretty dope. That was my wife. She's uh, very generous. So now you have to start brewing beers, though. Well, <laughs> that's a lot of time and effort. Yeah, 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 for sure. I would rather distill alcohol. Mm. Not, it's not for sale. It's not illegal if you do it for your own consumption. That's right. Um, really? I, yeah. yeah. You just can't sell it. You just can't sell it. Can you give it away? That doesn't seem like one of those things that mm. is like just a technicality. Yeah. Um, I got a new gopro which i've been using a hero 2 for the last eight billion years Mm -hmm. Um, what are they on like the 12 they're on 11 or 12 now um i got an 8 black which is still a massive step up for me sure um it has a touch screen on the back so you can actually see what you're taking a picture of fancy you don't have to use the (laughs) jank ass wi-fi oh god the wi-fi backpack i I had one of those that thing did not work for shit um, I got the GoPro. What else did I get? I got a Milwaukee cordless uh drill, which is nice. Hell yeah. Um, I bought myself a uh leaf blower, an electric leaf blower. I, I there was a couple other things, but now I can't remember. So, 2021 highlights? 2021 highlights um for me uh i like i said i just scrolled through my instagram real quick to come up with these um i spotted that crazy toyota dyna six like yeah triple cab thing oh yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. the van the van the imported van thing it's like a kind of like a toyota high ace up front but it has six doors and then it has a hydraulic lift gate open bed behind it and it's a i think it's a dually with four wheel dr- it, it's the most ridiculous thing and i love it so much i will I, i'll pierce you gotta like make that one of the instagram photos of the post for this episode because it's it's the most insane looking thing i've ever seen in my life um and i think a, we did when we talked about it but oh, i will maybe. do it again um yeah just seeing that thing blew my mind um 
the other thing, couple, uh, another thing I had was the the spring cruise in twenty twenty one was the Tom Cruise. Yeah, the one we mm-hmm. did. <laughs> it's the Tom Cruise. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Why didn't? Why wasn't that the sticker? Oh, no. How did we not see it before? <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm so mad. That's that pretty I didn't, frustrating. I didn't even hear you say it. <laughs> Just now, until you said it a second time. Uh, oh, I'm so God. disappointed in myself. <sighs> yeah, that was the Tom Tom's themed. <laughs> that was Tom's cruise. <laughs> that was Tom's cruise. Uh, is that the plural of Tom Cruise? It's multiple. It's like attorneys general. It's Tom's cruise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Tom Tom was in a bad motorcycle accident and then we had the cruise that was all like we raised a lot of money. Well not a lot, but some money for him, which was a nice thing to do. I thought it was uh, I felt good about that. Um I put a bunch of stuff on the forerunner to make it tow better, and, and then it did, and that was satisfying. And then it did. <laughs> uh good we, thing too. Right? Uh, we got this recording equipment. Yeah, that was yeah, definitely that's sure. definitely the highlight of this podcast for this year for sure. So this yep. this Zoom PodTrack Pro or whatever it's called, uh, kind of rules makes our podcast sound a thousand times better than it did before. Facts. Yep. Uh, obviously, Hyperfest was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, a little different for me in 2021 because I actually drove and I kind of figured out that that is not the way to enjoy Hyperfest. Because it's just stressful and takes up all your time. Yeah. Um, I went to VIR three times and Dominion once in 2021, which was pretty cool. Uh, that will not be happening this year. I will be going to other tracks uh, to, you know, try new things. You're not going to VIR at all? I'll probably do one. Um, but I'm going to go to, I'm doing New Jersey for sure. Um, I'm going to try uh, to do, my other two that I want to do are, um, Summit Point Shenandoah Circuit. I want to try that. And I want to do... I haven't done a full track day at NC Car before. Um, so I'd like to do that as well. Um, and then next year, I want to hit Atlanta Motorsports Park. That's, that's yeah, my big yeah. goal. Um, only got two more. Uh, my trailer is now legal. It has a VIN tag and stuff. So it's good to go. Um, and I took my daughter to the track for the first time. She went to Dominion for a little while. Nice. That's cool. Nice. cool. So I assume we're talking about car things only. It doesn't have to be. Okay. Well, I got married. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. That's 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 fine. Uh, that's, that's gotta be the top thing. It Uh, has to be right. Legally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, written somewhere. Oh, it's right here in my tattooed finger. That's where, that's where it is. Uh, <laughs> I got a, I got a tattoo wedding band, which was pretty cool. Went to uh, Willie's uh, first. Oh yeah, did you? Uh, Man, I yeah. wanted to go. Too. I was I was the first customer. Yeah, Adam and I went I, together. I wanted actually. to be the first customer yeah. so bad. Yeah, good for you. Should have showed up. I mean, I, don't know I what to tell you, I couldn't make it happen. It wasn't. <laughs> I, yeah, I know, I know. I'm just busting your balls. No, I just I I, I even thought about just going to be there, even though I wasn't going to get anything. But I didn't want to like crowd the space, you know. He even he even said in his messages like, 
don't come don't don't yeah, be there yeah. because it's just like a, a covid you know situation and yeah and the space then, is small anyway and so. then he got covid oh no oh yeah. snap yeah he got covid so Shit. he's he has now uh so what you're saying is i'm not gonna be able to go next week no he, he, he stopped doing it he stopped doing walk-in fridays uh for the time being, so that he can catch up on the week's worth of appointments that he yeah. missed. Son of a bitch. Crap. Getting COVID. Yep. So, anyways. Uh, that and Hyperfest. I mean, Hyperfest was super fun this year. Yeah. Uh, we had a great time. Uh, and I guess my now wife and I purchased a Jeep. So, that's uh, the exciting car things that happened. Really. I mean, I can't think of much of anything else. Luca. Dog. We got a dog. Yeah. Well, there, there's that. I suppose that was that was last year, right? That yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Hyperfest was definitely um, probably the biggest highlight for uh, yeah for for a lot of people. It was it was in October. It was beautiful. It was amazing. Uh, so so nice. sad they're not yeah. doing that again. Yeah. It, it just it really hit last year for me particularly because of the time that it happened was like like a really you know. I, it just I needed it. I needed that vacation, right? Yeah, I just sure. needed to be there for that time. So yeah, that was that was definitely like my number one highlight uh, for 2021. Um, and then I got the fit, um, you know, which is kind of a a double edged thing because I had to sell the FC, which sucked. But the fit is a good car. I'm really enjoying it. Um, even though I kind of hate it, also. Like, I just wish that the radio would work properly. <laughs> that's really the only thing that I'm frustrated by in it right now. And that's j- that's probably an easy fix if I just, you know, bought a new one or whatever. Crutchfield will hook you up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not money that I want to spend. You know? I, I've, I've had a Crutchfield stereo and backup camera on the list for the Forerunner for like two years now. Yeah. 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 It was literally um, the first thing Joel bought for the Jeep. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. From Crutchfield, yeah, of course they're in Charlottesville. Yeah. They're yeah, great. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 a it's a nice unit, but the screen. So it has like one of those screens that like slides out and pops up, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. which is cool. And like you can put the screen away with like you know hit a button and it like doesn't turn it off or anything, which is which is great. Except it comes up right in front of the two vents, front facing <laughs> vents. Yeah, it blocks the only two. Like there's not they don't have like outboard ones. It's all oh. in the center. Oh really? Yeah. There's like, is that a TJ? Yeah, there's like no dashboard in that thing. It's like there's no vents on by the. I'm I'm almost positive there's no vents by the windows. They're probably defrost vents up on the dash, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's like there's like six inches of dashboard in that car. Mm. Yeah. Huh. And then um, last year I also bought the. I bought the Ford eight and a half inch rear end and I acquired the Beams engine. So those were like significant car things, even though I didn't literally didn't do anything about either of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just sitting there, but the, that happened and, mm-hmm. and that was pretty cool. I was going to ask you about what's going on with that car. Yeah. Um, nothing. <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. It's, I gotta I gotta start making a plan for that because do you is it still something that you want to do or is it's it... definitely still something that I want to do, but it's you know 
the issue that I have is that it's like if I'm gonna have the engine out, then I might as well just do like everything, right? So like fix all the rust, you know, you know, um, paint the car. I guess it needs paint. If I'm gonna fix the rust, then it's definitely gonna need to be painted. And then like you know, it just it's like it's like it's like the the boulder thing where it just doesn't like if I'm gonna start doing things to it. Where does it stop? And yeah. then it just gets overwhelming, and then I just shut down and stop thinking about it's it. It's called only, scope creep. It's just... Scope creep? Yeah. The scope of the project slowly creeps out and Body out, work and out, is and a out. separate thing, though. Like, doing the rust repair, like, the body work stuff, that's a little bit different. Like, I feel like you could do... Like, the the only things for me that might be, like, potential scope creep where it's, like, you're, what, doubling or tripling the power of that engine when you swap the beams in? I mean, Basically. at least, yeah. Yeah. What it's... It's like what eighty horsepower. I think it's like now. seventy. Yeah, and you're going up to two hundred basically. Yeah, two fifteen. I think with the yeah. Um, so maybe like suspension and brakes at the same time. Right. Well, so that's another thing. So it's like yeah. So to do anything with the front suspension, I would literally have to cut out the wheel arches and like weld in new like strut towers because as it is right now, there are no strut towers. Like you know, you've got like maybe a three inch spring on the front uh that mounts to the frame and then there's like a a shock that's divorced from the spring entirely that goes up to the um um up to the the wheel arch but that's not load bearing so like if i wanted to do like a spring and shock you know a spring over shock combo to get any kind of like suspension travel or better suspension system in the car i would literally have to like create a structure for the the weight bearing uh the weight the weight of the car to sit on um, is that what other people do with that no platform? because the wagon is the only one that is set up this way this is in the front yeah it's like that yeah. the wagon is different in the front the wagon is different in the front than every other version of the corona yeah <laughs> because remember how i was talking about i mean this was ages ago we were talking about this so maybe you don't remember but a lot of the like the corona coupes and four door sedans they just like swap parts over from the Celica yeah. because it's basically the same thing. The wagon is completely different. That's real frustrating. Yeah, it is. It it's, really is. I, I would say don't swap that car at that point. Well, that's kind of like, I mean, that's another thing that's like, you know, is it really worth it? I mean, it's a cool, it's a cool ass car. It's, and like, maybe that's, that would be a car to keep original, you know? Well, it's already too late for that. <laughs> well, um, not really. I mean, you know, it's, it's. I've already lowered it. Uh, and, Original-ish. Like, yeah. Like, don't go crazy with it. Like, just keep it original, but, you know. Yeah. You don't need to go crazy with it. Maybe maybe save the Beams engine for, like, if you found a good deal on, like, a Starlet or, like, a KE70 Corolla or something. I mean, what's a good deal anymore, though? Because remember last time, literally just last episode, we were talking about how frustrating... You know, it is to try to get into old crappy cars now. You know, there there are no more good deals, quote unquote. A good deal these days is a five thousand, six thousand dollar car. Ke, you know? I feel like a, a a kind of not great shape KE seventy is probably still relatively. What's cheap. a KE seventy? The last rear wheel drive boxy Corolla before it's not an eight six. They had okay, yeah, and all stuff. right, I got yeah. you, yeah. Yeah, but even those these days, you know, I saw one for thirty five um, a couple months ago. I don't know when it was. It was last year, um, and it was it was a it was a crusty piece of crap, you know, and it was like drifted in crap. 
Um, or sell the beam. I'm sure some the beam's motor well, is probably worth more now than it was when you bought it. You're probably right. I mean, I didn't I didn't pay anything for it, so you're definitely right. <laughs> um, it's it is it's more valuable in cash than uh, than than certainly what I had in it. Um, but I don't know, man. Like a part of me still wants to try to put it into an FC too. I don't know. There's the just... beams motor. Yeah, you would put a beams motor in an FC. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. That is surprising to me. Yeah. I mean, I I really like that idea of like a K swapped FC. Yeah. Yeah. But they're like they're super tall. I don't think. Well, yeah. I don't really think that they fit. I actually I don't know if anybody's done one. I'm sure that somebody has. Do you think that? Do you think that it would fit? I don't know, man. K's are real tall. I'm saying. Real tall. And beams are not that much shorter. No, they're pretty tall, too. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I mean, I'm, t- I'm open to suggestions. Y'all can inbox us at uh, beerandbackfiregmail.com. Uh, or hit us up on Instagram. Give me what? some ideas. Shoot us some pictures of vehicles that you think a beams motor would be sweet in. What if you found, like, an FB? Yeah. That okay, but talk about money though. I would love to find an FB. Hold, period. Hold on, hold on. Find an FB that's an X race car that has been beat to absolute, has a blown up motor or no motor, and just buy the caged shell for like two grand or something. I don't know if you can buy a caged FB for two grand. Man. I don't know either. I'm just throwing this out as yeah. like like get on the the caged for sale want to buy group caged race car for sale want to buy group uh, i'm not i'm not even aware of that group i'm shocked um, um i have f- been... find any rear wheel drive small caged car for mm. cheap and buy that and just turn it into a bananas race car are you aware of racejunk.com racing junk yes is it racing junk yeah whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah that's that's always a good place to find like crumpled tin can caged cars i'm gonna ruin your life and then oh, invite no. you to this group all right fantastic thank you so much I don't know, man. I, I, I love the Corona wagon. It's so cool. And uh, it's, just, it's just such a, like, you know, street car, right? It's just, just like a, a crappy driving car. You know, it's just sweet to drive around in the city. And it but looks dope. It really does. But if I'm going to enjoy driving it anymore, it has to have a manual transmission in it. The automatic keeps puking out fluid. That would um, be a much – you could do that in a weekend. If you had the right parts, you could do that in a weekend. I think so, but there and again, like, what – where does it stop? Where, where do I stop it? Like, if I'm going to do the transmission, then it's like, you know, you know, I might as well do the engine. You know, I might as well do the rear end. I might as well do this, that, and the other thing, and it's like – I feel like if you really wanted to do this car properly and still go forward with, like, coilovers and uh, the beam swap and everything, you would have to buy a Corona sedan parts car, and we would have to swap and weld the front clips. Yeah. Um, that's also something that I've thought about. Um, and then again, you know, even if I did that, the wheel arches and the engine bay would still be too rusty to probably do anything with. Um, you know, I've been I've been trying to like find um, Celica like TE not TE what is it? What's the, the first R-A? gen Celica? Is it RA? RA six? No. What's yeah? What's the first gen Celica? I don't. I don't Anyways, know. Like I've been trying to find like you know um, 
what what are those catalogs that like that have all the like the Chevy like body parts in? You know what I'm talking about? Um, like Jags or like Summit? Jags and Summit and Summit. Uh, oh my gosh, what's the one? Like, there's one specifically for trucks. Too. Oh my gosh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, but they just sell like sheet metal replacement parts. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, and you can basically build a brand new. Nova. You can literally build a brand new like Chevelle, you know, '76 yeah. Chevelle yeah. out of the catalog of parts. Yeah, they got repo frames or not repo, like repop frames. You know, all the fenders, wheel literally liners, everything. hoods. Yeah, absolutely everything. Ain't and none I would, of that for Japanese. Well, cars. that's what I'm saying. Like. I was I was really hoping that somebody would have developed the wheel arches for uh, those first gen Celicas because they're popular cars and those are you know commonly also rusted out but you can't even get those so I don't know there there are several different companies that sell weld in S thirteen slash fourteen wheel arches which is like a really common coilover setup also. So then it's just like, you know, you can you can even get like Craigslist coilovers and put a, you know, an S13 knuckle on it and the S13 knuckle will bolt up to you know any number. I of know if you did joints, if you were to do joints. a um AE86 subframe in that thing. Yeah, well that's the the arms will you, there's a way to swap mm-hmm. in that in. Yeah. yeah, that was that was still part of what I was trying to figure out. I do know that one person did put the 8.6 subframe in a 76 wagon. So I do know that it fits. But then you still need strut towers. Right. Yeah. So it's just... Yeah, I it's feel just... like building strut towers would not be the worst no. thing. No, but it would have to be something that I would have to do with the engine out which means that yeah. like I just have to have somewhere to do this. Like, sure, sure. 90% of the problem is that I just don't have a space to do this. Like I have I have the storage unit, but now that's totally full of like my toolbox and like you know yeah, two motorcycles yeah. and and wheels and all kinds of crap. Um so yeah, it's like it's like I have to I have to be able to get to somewhere where I can take it apart and then start figuring things out like while it's apart, right? Right, right. Um, for sure, for sure. 90% of it is just doing the damn thing, you know? I just <laughs> yeah, I just got to yeah. like commit to doing it and you, like you know like it sounds dumb, but the the like capital P proper way to do it would be to build a suspension negative jig. And and yeah. like slide that up underneath of the thing, yes. and just like build effectively a, a custom frame. Yeah, I know. I'm not doing that. I, I hear no. you. I hear you. I I'm not, and I'm not even really suggesting that you do do that. But like, does all that? Could you, does, could you another take a, thing. an AE eighty like AE eighty six subframe and strut towers and like graft those in? Is that like a thing? Because those are easier to find than Coronas, I would think. I actually haven't thought about or looked at a 86 strut towers. Um, Cause those will they also have... convert to S 13 stuff. Do as they? Well, oh. mm-hmm. like you can just bolt an S 13 top hat right into I the think 86. You, well, I think you run the 86 top hat and then run like okay. the knuckle and some the like coil over some like T three parts probably. Yeah. Something. Yeah. That's certainly something to think about. I, I, I have goals for 2022 already that don't include the Corona. So as much as I'd like to have the Corona done for 22, I can't figure out a way to make that happen. 
um, I got too many other things that like have to happen, and the corona is just kind of like a, you know, a um, a nicety. I, I was going to say it. It either at the, it just as as a minimal time and effort commitment solution. I would say either keep it relatively original and just drive it and enjoy it for being an old cool car that yeah. it is. Yeah. Or sell it right now in this insane bonkers market that we have. That's well that, you know, I'm not, I'm not, not trying to do that. You know, a guy posted up on the, on the Japanese classics, Facebook page the other day I that he was that. looking for a Toyota wagon. And I was like, Oh, you know, I got, I got this wagon and I threw out a number and he did not balk at it. Um, he wants to see it, so we'll see All what right happens. Now. All right, yeah, that's cool. I got a trailer. It was a, it was a big ass number too. I was like, fair enough. It was like this is like this. It was like the number that I would have to have to sell it, and I was like, there's no way. And yeah. he was like, yeah. oh, all right, cool, yeah. Well, let's work out a time where it come by. And see. I was like, that's almost where I was at with VMR two with that spider guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except I didn't throw the number out because speaking of spiders. Dude, the prices have gone insane. Like an okay spider now used to be like a four or five thousand dollar thing. Now it's like a twelve, thirteen thousand dollar thing. That's bonkers. I had a guy um talk about just throwing numbers out. I had a guy knock on the front door and ask about the Volkswagen. Yeah. Yeah. So I he he li- like literally it was just sitting on the couch one day and knock on the knock on the door in the middle of the afternoon. And I. Uh, he asked me about the car, and I, I told him everything. I was like, I, was like, I want to be super transparent with you. Like, this is what I've done. This is what happened. You know, the motor was replaced. Uh, the, you know, top end has basically been rebuilt twice, uh, effectively. Um, but I have this problem, I think, with one of the injectors or possibly a coil pack. I don't really know. Is it what it was just a on. misfire it's, real bad? It's a misfire, especially under heavier loads uh it's not it does not seem to be rpm dependent it, it does, it's a misfire and i don't know what what is causing it really when was the last time that car ran was it a year ago uh yeah it's been a, it's been a little over a year anyways i i sat there and, and talked to the guy for a few minutes and was like hey you know i you know this is it ran fine everything is great like if effectively the motor has 35,000 miles on it i have i have the paperwork some somewhere um i think it's i think it's in the car but uh you know is that is that something you'd still be interested in he was like yeah i mean you know what are you, what are you trying to get for it and i was like ah, i don't know man like maybe like 8 grand and he was like ah it's like outside my range man like i don't think i dude really Really, Luca? (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Beer and Backfire podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Beer and Backfire. Uh, You can email us at Beer and Backfire podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at c.crehan for pictures of good food, ripped pants, and a really adorable, gigantic puppy. Uh, you can find <laughs> you can find Jordan as I am understeer. No, that's Steve. God damn it! You can find Jordan at the Daily Downshift and Pierce as uh, Free Candy Media and Spatra eighty eight. Thanks. Peace.